This podcast is sponsored by Capital Blue Cross. For more than 80 years, Capital Blue Cross has offered products and services that provide peace of mind and promote good health. And for every age and stage of life, Capital Blue Cross is here for you. For more information, go to CapitalBlueCross.com. It's the holiday season, and if you are in a blended family, you know that sometimes things can get a little dicey. Or it could all be merry and bright. And this is is Chick to Chick. So blended families, it used to be a thing that wasn't a thing. Although I grew up in one and now married, we have one. It can be a little crazy, it can be a little chaotic, but sometimes it can be very, very magical. You know, I consider myself to be in a blended family as well. Um, I'm divorced, I'm not remarried, my ex is, and I consider that to be a blended family. Mm -hmm. And sometimes things can get really difficult during the holiday season. There can be, you know, the ex wants the kids, this one doesn't want that, this one wants (laughs) the child for Thanksgiving, this one wants Christmas, the the mother-in-law, I mean, it can get- Absolutely. In- Sane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you find peace during mm. the holiday season? What a question. Can you find peace? Of course. I think you can always find peace. And I think we have found someone who can shed a little light on how you can have peace on earth within your blended family, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Joining us today is Sherry Chippo. Hi, Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Hi. Thank you how so much. How are you? Good. Great. Thank you for being here today. You are part of a blended family. You had two kids, and you married a guy who had two kids, and so you have this blended family now. How does all of that work, and how do you make it work? Well, um, you're right. I think it can be a little bit dicey, um, but there are three things that I think that I I think will add to uh, the the feedback for your audience. Um, The first thing that I would say is that you really have to leave baggage behind, old baggage. Um, Animosity in prior relationships can just drain energy from a relationship. And so you need to be able to let that go and move on. I'm not saying that you forget about them because um, you need to really work with them. Some families have actually gone to the point of celebrating together and we don't do that, but we do respect that uh, each of us, his, uh, our old families and our new families want to be able to spend time together and create memories together. And so I think that we need to put that baggage behind us and be able to accept where we're at right now and work together. Yeah, she is right. That was point number one. And I think that's a great point. And I do say that all the time, all the time. You got to let it go. Just Mm -hmm. let go of the hate, let go of the anger. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, be Elsa and frozen. Let it go. go. Let it go. That was perfect. I love that. So what's your second point? Well, my second point is that we need to respect each other's space. Me and my kids came into this relationship with traditions that were our own, and we want to be able to keep those traditions and be able to do things together that can build on those memories. And I know that John has the same thing with his his boys. So we need to be able to respect space and be able to allow us to be parents with our own children um, and to be able to continue those relationships because that's what they understand and that's what we need. I love that you said that, Sherry, because that's really important. In my situation, married, my um, stepdaughters were very young when we became this blended family. And one of the things I thought was really important was that there were certain traditions that they held on to with their dad. If they wanted me to be along, great, but I thought that that was really valuable. And I think that it's really important that no one feels like, 
oh, they're left out mm-hmm. or they're not important. So I think it's really wonderful that both of you were able to understand that it's still important that you keep the context of what your family, your little unit was doing while you're bringing it all together. So what were the things that you would do to bring yourselves together as the blended family? Well, we created, we found opportunities or, or ways to create new memories and new things that we're doing together. Um, you know, one of the things over the holidays that that actually we brought into the relationship was we have this little ornament, uh, which is a German tradition, but it's a pickle. And you mm-hmm. hide the pickle on the tree. And then the first person this. to hide it is the or the first uh, one to find it is the one who opens starts to opening the gifts first. Um, my kids love that. And we introduce that. And so we do that every year. Another thing that we do is um, we do a secret Santa so that we exchange all of our names. And that way, everybody's in the spirit of giving and we're learning or at least focusing on somebody else in the new family for at least a little bit of time as we're shopping for them and, and, and focusing just on them. And I think that's been something that everybody's really looked forward to. All right. So you said let it go. Point number one. Point number two, respect. What's your third point? Well, the third point is that finding ways to create memories together is, uh, you know, com- uh, what are our combined memories going to be? What are we doing together as a family? Last year for Thanksgiving, we did something way out. And that wasn't last year. It was a year before uh, we went to Italy uh, as a new family uh, and and really created some new memories there. And it took the respect of both of our prior relationships to understand and let us go ahead and do that. Was there ever a point um, where you felt resistance from the kids? Because I know in my situation, um, it didn't matter who it was. You know, my son wanted his mom and dad to be together. And so it didn't matter who it was, who I might have been dating or who his father might have been dating. There's always this like, you know, they're they're butting heads and, Mm -hmm. and there's a little bit of resentment. Did you get that? resentment from your kids or from his kids? And how did you deal with it if you if you did experience that? Well, I think our situation was unique in that there was enough time between the divorce and the new relationship that the kids had pretty much accepted that we weren't going back, that um, there was a new relationship and, and it was going to be OK. Um, so while early on, right after our divorce um, with my kids, at least, I know that there was resistance that they kept thinking that, well, eventually they'll get back together. Um, but I, I think they they realized uh, after a while that it wasn't going to happen. And so there wasn't the resistance in the new marriage. So maybe that's a, a piece of advice is, is that give your your family, your little unit, the time and space they need to heal and be able to move on. I'm, and that I'm glad really you corrected good. me. I kept using the word resentment. It wasn't really resentment. It is resistance. Resi- and yeah, I was searching sense. for that word. So thank you <laughs> for using, it was the wrong R word. Yeah. yeah. No, my question would be, did you and your husband sit down and talk about how you thought the blended situation would work You know, with holidays? Did you have that discussion going in? Actually, I, I don't think we were I, I don't think we really focused much on that. We we kind of at a high level talked about what our values and goals were. Um, so we had sort of an understanding or a foundation and then we just worked with it. And I saw the way he treated his ex and he saw the way I treated my ex. And so therefore, we, we understood that we weren't going to be bringing any additional baggage into the situation. You know that. I- um 
we wanted to work with them and, mm-hmm. and jockey around the holidays to give everybody time to spend the way they wanted to with their extended families as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's huge what you just brought up yeah. because it's the way you treat your ex and the way he treated his ex. You're mm-hmm. sending a message that you want the respect. You want respect. You're treating your ex with respect. And if somebody else doesn't understand that, um, you know, I think that's huge. That's absolutely wonderful that you're pointing that out, that we all have to treat each other well for this to work out. And were the kids, you know, at an age where you could also talk with them collectively about expectations? Because the holidays are the biggest deal. They really are. Like Flora said. It's tough. It is tough. And the kids get thrown off of a routine that they might have always had and they're mourning certain things that used to be. So did you talk with the kids about that so they felt included in a game plan? Absolutely. We asked them, you know, how, how, you know, here's what we'd like to do. Do you want to like for Christmas, for example, do you want to spend Christmas Eve here or there and then come over in the morning? So we we'd let them have ownership on those decisions uh, so that they could not feel like they were being pushed around. Um, they they have traditions over at, for my kids sake. Anyways, they have traditions at their dad's house and they have, you know, things at, at mine. And so we were able to, to work that around just by talking to them and including them in our decisions. The same with John's kids. And that's another big point. As difficult as it is for mom and dad to share the child, mm-hmm. the kids are struggling as well. Absolutely. This is not... Yeah. This is not easy for them. No. Um, and they don't always get a say. And I no. think what's beautiful is that you included them in the conversation. I think oftentimes parents just decide, well, this is what we're going to do because this is what makes sense. That doesn't seem very fair. It sounds like you guys really were very thoughtful and considerate because not only did you want the family unit to, unit to work well, but you wanted everybody to feel respected and to respect this new blended family. Yes. And, and we want them to enjoy the time with their other, you know, their other family units as well. That's important. Everybody should be able to enjoy the holidays together and, and throughout the year, not just the holidays. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But as you know, at holiday time, things can get the wheels fall off. Yeah, People get very do. possessive sometimes yeah. over what they want instead of trying to figure out like what's going to bring the most peace and happiness all the way around. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think you have found uh, a way to make it work and you offered some wonderful advice, Mm -hmm. some great insight. And um, we just thank you so much for being a part of this today, Sherry. Thank you. Thank you for asking me. I've enjoyed it. Thank you so much. It is tough for the kids. Let's not lose sight of the kids. I think it's the most difficult for the children. It is. Because if you're the grown-up, you've already had a holiday experience when you were a kid. You cannot get those childhood memories back, and they just stick with you forever. And so I love that the inclusion with the children is the most important thing in the middle of it all. Well, you know, the, the, the kids are there on Christmas morning and they're opening their gifts and they're having a great time. And then all of a sudden, Boom, oh, they're gone. you got to go, <laughs> you got to go. And it's, it's tough for them. Yeah. So we have to think about them. I know it hurts our hearts because it hurt my heart. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. It was very, very difficult, but you got to put the kids first. We all have to respect each other. Yes. And please just let go of any... Let it go, Elsa. Let it go. (laughs) Having said that, we're so glad you're with us today and we hope you'll come back and we have another topic to chirp about.
Thank you.